What up, what up, what up? It's your girl DW coming to you live from the basement with this week's NFL news. It's not really news. It's just basically we're kicking off the NFL season tonight. The most anticipated time of year for all sports, well, all football fans, kicks off in a few hours tonight with the Green Bay Packers taking on the Chicago Bears in Chicago. We got Aaron Rodgers and that Packers offense going against Mitch Trubinsky and the, that Bears defense that we know is pretty intense. So we're ready to see this rivalry. We've been watching this rivalry for years, decades on decades. And tonight it kicks off, you know, and normally we would be seeing the New England Patriots, the Super Bowl champs taking on their team, another team tonight. But since this is the 100th year anniversary of the Green Bay Packers playing the Chicago Bears, they did something a little different this season. So we're kicking off the NFL season with Thursday Night Football, Green Bay Packers, and Chicago Bears. Hopefully Aaron Rodgers and that offense are looking pretty good tonight. We know there has been some tension in Green Bay with the new coach, Mike LaFleur, Matt LaFleur, and Aaron. Aaron did not play one snap in the preseason. And to my knowledge, it's because him and his coach had been kind of going back and forth with one another. Aaron Rodgers, we all know his issue with Mike McCarthy was that McCarthy wanted to coach Aaron Rodgers, but we know Aaron Rodgers wants to do his own thing. That brought up difficulties and tensions amongst the team leading after 13 seasons, uh, McCarthy getting terminated and Matt LaFleur taking on the new position. So, once again, we still have Aaron Rodgers still wanting to be Aaron Rodgers and do Aaron Rodgers things. So, it's bringing on a little tension in that in um, Green Bay. Hopefully, things have been worked out tonight and the game can be played well and Aaron and Green Bay can do their thing. Um, I'm going with... I think I'm going to pick the Green Bay Packers to win tonight. That's going to be my pick for... Game one, game one, but we'll see. This Sunday, we got a whole lot of football for you guys. And, you know, Sunday, I may not even leave my couch. I may sit on my couch with some food, some drinks, some company, and just watch football all day. We got a great lineup Sunday. Um, and I'm going to open the phone lines up for you guys to call and give me your picks on who's going to win week one, who's going to be the biggest upset, what's going to be the biggest you know, surprise what player is going to go out there and show off, you know, what defense is going to come in like a pack of wolves. I mean, I just want everybody to call in and just give in your picks on what they think week one is going to look like. We got Kansas City playing Jacksonville Jaguars. We got Pat Mahomes and company taking on Nick Foles and the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm not sure what the weather and everything's like down in Jacksonville right now, but I'm just hoping that it's weather permitting. We can get a good football game going. We all know that Jacksonville did not practice. They've missed three practices, maybe even four now, due to the weather conditions down in Jacksonville. I'm not jinxing my team. I'm not saying that's a great thing for us. I am a Kansas City Chiefs fan. I'm not saying I don't like to jinx my team. So hopefully the Chiefs go out there and do their thing. Jacksonville go out there and do their thing. And may the best team that plays their best game that day win the football game. That's where I'm at with that. We have the Rams taking on Cam Newton and the Panthers. I'm going with the Rams. I'm giving Jared Goff and that team this win this week. 
I still don't think the Panthers have it all the way together like they needed to, to win this game. They possibly can, you know, but my pick this week is going to go to the Los Angeles Rams taking on the Carolina Panthers. Then we have the Tennessee Titans taking on the Cleveland Browns. We all know Cleveland stacked themselves in the offseason and in the draft. Cleveland made some big, major, game-changing moves in this offseason with their draft picks and their trades, etc. And I really think that the Cleveland Browns is going to be a force to be reckoned with this year. And I think that the Browns are going to beat the Titans this week. I'm I'm giving that win to the Cleveland Browns this week. We have the Baltimore Ravens playing at Hard Rock Stadium against the the Miami Dolphins. Once again, like I said, Miami's also taking a, a little hit with this Hurricane Dorian too, as well. So I'm just I'm rooting on. Um, I'm thinking that the Ravens may go ahead and win this game. I'm gonna pick the Ravens. I'm gonna pick Lamar Jackson and company to win against Ryan Fitzpatrick and the Miami Dolphins. Um, That's my pick for that game. Then we have the Atlanta Falcons taking on the Minnesota Vikings. I'm not going to be biased because you guys know I'm not a huge Falcons fan. But I just honestly think that the Vikings may pull it off against the Falcons. And I think the Falcons is probably one of the most overrated teams in the NFL. That's my personal opinion. Like I said, you guys can call later and and tell me to shut my mouth or tell me to go kick rocks, whatever you want to do. But I like I said, I'm not a huge Falcons fan. And this pick is not because I'm not a huge Falcons fan. I just think that the Vikings have more weapons and more power to take on the Falcons. Game one, week one, you know, who knows? I could be 100% wrong. Then we have the Buffalo Bills playing the New York Jets. Ugh. That one I'm kind of unsure on either two but either get either team but if I just have to throw a coin out there and pick one I'm gonna go with the Jets you know the Buffalo Bills got rid of LaShawn McCoy this week and made some made some changes in their uh lineup so I'm gonna go ahead and give the the Jets the win for this week you have Washington Redskins taking on the Eagles I'm gonna give that win to the Eagles I'm going to go ahead and give that win to the Eagles. I just still don't think the Redskins really have it together all the way um, to win. Like I said, I could be 100% wrong. But I'm going to give this win this week to the Reds or the Eagles. We have the Indianapolis Colts with their new quarterback, Jacoby Brissett, who just took on this new extension and took on this new position as starter as Andrew Luck retired. He's, playing, he's taking on the Los Angeles Chargers this week. I do, even though they're our division rival and I can't stand the Chargers, I do think the Chargers is is a decent team. They have some decent players. Phillip Rivers is not terrible in quarterback. I think Jacoby Brissett does not have enough experience out there to really take on the Chargers. And I believe that that experience and that'll get better with time with Jacoby Brissett. I just don't think that he has what it takes right now to take on the Chargers and the weapons that the Chargers have. So I'm going to go with the Los Angeles Chargers on the, uh, the game against the Colts this week. We got the Cincinnati Bengals playing with no A.J. Green. A.J. Green is injured. He's out for at least six, seven weeks, taking on Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks. I'm giving that win to the Seahawks um, because they pretty much have a stacked lineup. 
Um, like I said, A.J. Green is a big part of that Bengals offense. And with him being down, you don't really have many, too many other receivers that are as good as A.J. on that team. And the Seahawks defense can pretty much rattle Andy Dalton and get him shook up pretty good. So I'm going to go with Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks against the Bengals. We got Matt Stafford and the Detroit Lions taking on the newly Newly drafted quarterback Kyle Murray with the Arizona Arizona Cardinals. Kyle Murray was kind of rough in the preseason. He had some rough, rough, rough moments in the preseason. Like I said, he's brand new from the draft this year. He looked really good in college. He he's he he needs some experience, you know. And I was talking to my grandfather this morning. My grandfather's picking the Cardinals to beat the Lions. I don't think the Cardinals have what it takes right now. We do have they have Larry Fitzgerald. They have a pretty decent defense, but I just don't think that Kyle Murray is is where he needs to be right now in game one. Uh, check back with me in round game six or seven. But in game one, I don't think Kyle Murray has what it takes to beat the Detroit Lions. Matt Stafford and that offense have a lot more experience out there to get this game one versus Kyle Murray and that Arizona offense. So I'm going to go with the Detroit Lions against the Cardinals this week. All right, we got the New York Giants and the newly signed highest paid running back in the NFL right now, Ezekiel Elliott. He signed he uh, signed his contract yesterday, making a lot of money. Um, I think Jerry Jones has high expectations with that signing with Zeke. I think he has high expectations with uh, Dak, Pro- Dak Prescott, you know, and I think that the, the Dallas Cowboys really have something to prove right now with Zeke. De- with Zeke getting all the money he just got got signed to, and with Dak, Dak Prescott expecting to get signed for a lot more money than what he's making right now, I think there's a lot of expectations out of the Dallas Cowboys right now. So I think that they're going to go out there and really play some serious football this week against the New York Giants. We know that the New York Giants have struggled tremendously here in the past few seasons, and I think that, you know, I don't think Eli Manning is the answer anymore. Um, He is an amazing player. He has Saquon Barkley. And I think Saquon Barkley needs to be on a different team, if it was my opinion. But I just think that the Cowboys are going to beat the Giants this week. I don't think think Eli is is the answer anymore. And I just think that the Cowboys is going to take that win in week one. We got the 49ers against the against the Bucks. We have um, Jerry Gar- Jimmy Garoppolo in that offense taking on the Buccaneers. <clears throat> you know that they, that could go either way. On, on this one, I'm kind of like whatever on this team because you know you have you have Jimmy Jimmy G didn't look too hot in preseason. He really didn't look too hot in preseason. He came through a lot of interceptions. He made a lot of mistakes in the preseason. I'm not saying that's going to carry into the regular season, but if those issues weren't fixed, you know, then we could see a lot of struggling with him again in the regular season. Jamie Swinston, like I said, he's he's overrated to me, always has been overrated to me. You know, I really, I really don't even really give this game much effort on either end, but if I had to pick one, I'm going to go ahead and go with the Buccaneers. I think the Buccaneers are probably get this win over the 49ers this week. One of our favorite matchups to watch, I know one of my favorite matchups to watch, is the New England Patriots taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
in Foxborough. So that's always a good good matchup. You know, I love watching Big Ben and Tom Brady and them go head to head and that's our late game on Sunday night. So I'll be able to kick my feet up and enjoy a glass of wine and watch them two play. You know, it's kind of hard to pick who's going to win out of this one because Patriots defense has gotten a lot better, a lot better. But I just don't think that, I just don't think that the defense is good enough to, when Big Ben gets that ball out of his hands, when they give him enough time to get that ball out of his hands, that's one of the things that the Chiefs defense struggled with. They gave Ben way too much time to get that ball out of his hands. If the Pats defense give Ben too much time to get that ball out of his hands, and he gets that ball out to Juju Smith-Schuster or uh, or that other boy out there, Cochran, it could be a rough game for the Patriots. Definitely a rough game for the Patriots if that oh if that D line doesn't get a hold of Ben Roethlisberger sooner than later. Period. Like I said, that's where the Chiefs struggled. The Chiefs gave Ben way too much time to find his target and get that ball out. And that's how they scored on us every single time. The Pats defense need to stay on Big Ben from the beginning of the game to the end of the game. And they could potentially win that game. Now, the Steelers defense is just so-so, you know. But like I said, it's the same, it's the same situation with Brady. Don't give Brady too much time to get that ball down to Julian Edelman. Don't give Brady too much time to get that ball down that field. Because if you do, he's going to score every time. So we just need this. This is a game where both defenses need to really, really step up and make sure that that quarterback is on his back as many times they can get him on his back or get him rattled early. If the Steelers defense can rattle Brady early, that's a good thing for the for the Steelers in winning this matchup. Because you know a rattled Tom Brady can be can go can really really screw up things for the Patriots. Every time they play the Chiefs, I just want the defense to rattle Brady early. They, if, they, if Brady starts smelling himself early, that's a win for the Patriots. Shake him up, get him on that deck early. You can't wait till the beginning of the third quarter to start trying to rattle Brady. You got to rattle Brady as soon as he gets out there and that ball has been snapped and it's in his hand ready to go. You got to get to Brady quickly. If you don't, it's a wrap for you. Period. Steelers are taking on the Patriots in Foxborough. I think in that crowd, that uh, New England Patriot crowd could be a plus for the Patriots. I'm going to give that win to the Patriots. I'm going to give New England the win tonight in, or Sunday night in that first matchup against the Steelers. Um, like I said, it's going to take it's going, this, this game, this matchup is going to be defenses doing what they're supposed to do to get to, to get a win on this game. Houston Texans, we got Deshaun Watson and we got the Saints. We know that the, the New Orleans Saints is the New Orleans Saints and they can get things done. I'm giving this win to the Saints. Um, I don't see Houston Texans. They no longer have Jadavion Clowney. I'm going to just give the Saints this win because I just think the Saints got got what it takes to beat Houston. And I don't think it's going to be a... Um, I think it's going to be an easy win for the Saints. That's just my opinion. Like I said, y'all call the lines later and let me know how you feel, who you think. You know, I just think the Saints are going to get an easy walk walk through win. 
against the Texans. I, that's that's my pick for the week. Then we have the the last game on Sunday night or Monday night because Monday night the doubleheader. Houston and Saints early, and then we have Denver and Oakland to close out week one. <clears throat> I'm going to give week one's win to the Denver Broncos. Like I said, there's a lot of tension in Oakland right now uh, with the whole thing with Antonio Brown. There's a lot of tension with the um, with him. His, his, he's irritated right now with the, with the team. He's irritated with Mike Mayock. He's, he's posting on his social media you know, different levels of frustration that he has right now with the team and tension between player amongst players, tension amongst staff. I don't care how good the team is. When there's tension, the team suffers. The team does not play the same. We've seen the tension in Green Bay with Mike McCarthy running the show and Aaron Aaron Rodgers wanting to run the show and the way the chemistry was terrible between the two. We've seen how many games Green Bay lost. We've seen Green Bay not even make the playoffs. We know Aaron Rodgers and that offense is way better than that. But the tension that was between him and his coaching staff made things go downhill for the Green Bay Packers really fast. So I'm thinking that the tension in Oakland, there's still still fresh tension. Antonio Brown just posted on his Instagram yesterday his frustration with the team and Mike Mayock and the coaching staff. So as of yesterday, there was still great amounts of tension in Oakland with Antonio Brown, all the fines he's accrued over this whole helmet situation. So that right there could be a reason for Antonio Brown to just not really give his all, not play his best. Like I said, we've seen it before when there's been tension amongst players and staff, and it just never goes well with the team as a whole. So since there's that fresh tension going on right now in Oakland, I'm going to give the Denver Broncos this win this week. And those are my picks for week one. You can call the lines 816-777-4730 and let us know who your picks are for week one. Like I said, we got a lot of great games to kick off the NFL 19-20 season. So give me a call, leave a message, let us know who your picks are. We'll put them on the podcast and we'll just, we'll go from there, guys. So week one is in effect tonight. Green Bay Packers take on the Chicago Bears. It's going to be a great game, great night. Glad football's back. Welcome back, football. Call the line, 816-777-4730. Leave a message and let us know who your picks are for week one. Until next time, this is DW coming to you live from the basement. Talk to you in a bit. What up, what up, what up? It's your girl DW coming live to you from the sports basement. Week three of the NFL season is upon us. So much has happened. Oh my gosh, in just two weeks, so much has happened. We're entering week three, Thursday night football tonight on NFL Network. We got the Tennessee Titans taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars in Jacksonville, Florida. As we know, uh, Nick Foles is out, so the backup quarterback will be the will perform as the starter tonight in Jacksonville. And we have Mark, or Marcus, is his first name Marcus? That's right, Marcus. Mariota, starting for Tennessee, their regular quarterback. And I think Jalen Ramsey is going to go ahead and play. So 
to Jacksonville tonight. As we all know, he requested a trade this week after having some words with his head coach on the sidelines in their game in week two. So after that uh, verbal disagreement he had with his head coach, um, later on there was talk that he was requesting a trade. So Jalen Ramsey will be playing as a starting corner tonight, but that doesn't necessarily mean that all is well in Jacksonville with Jalen Ramsey. We've seen all over social media, a lot of teams are trying to recruit him to come to their team. Even I've seen some Kansas City Chiefs players reach out to him and want him to come to Kansas City. I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but in the social media world, it is it is um, looking like a lot of teams are trying to get Jalen Ramsey to come on over to their teams. Um, so, don't know what's going to happen with that deal. You know, we'll never know until um, we see it on we see it pop up on Twitter, Facebook, all the social media outlets. We'll never know. We see Eli Manning was benched in weeks as, as he was benched, and the backup quarterback is now the starter for week three. I mean, so many things. Drew Brees hurt his hand in game two. He had thumb surgery in Los Angeles yesterday. After taking a trip to L.A. against the Rams and getting injured, he stayed in L.A. for two nights to get tests done on his thumb, flew back to New Orleans, and then went back to Los Angeles yesterday to get his surgery. So um, he's going to be out, they said, six to eight weeks, which potentially could be the rest of his season, depending on the recovery process. Ben Roethlisberger injured his uh, elbow. They're thinking he has Tommy John. He is going to be out for the remainder of the football season. So he, there's a backup quarterback in in New Orleans. There's a backup quarterback in Pittsburgh. It's just so much. Week two had a lot going on, and um, it just had a lot going on. So we go into week three tonight. Like I said, tonight we have the Tennessee Titans playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. And then Sunday kicks off a whole new set of wonderful, wonderful, wonderful football games. We have the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Baltimore Ravens at home. Arrowhead Stadium, Kansas City's home opener. 12 o'clock noon, uh, Lamar Jackson with the Ravens and Patrick Mahomes of the Kansas City Chiefs. First game at Arrowhead for the 2019-2020 season. So that should be a packed house. That should be a good time. Um, They're talking about some rain Sunday, but, you know, that doesn't stop Chiefs fans. Chiefs fans will tailgate in a blizzard. And I say that because I've done it before. Last season, caught pneumonia at a cold, icy, blizzard football game. Kansas City Chiefs against the Patriots. We lost that game thanks to D Ford. But as a Chiefs fan, it doesn't matter what the weather is. If you're a true fan, you can be out there in winter, spring, summer, fall to see the team play. We got the Cincinnati Bengals taking on the Buffalo Bills at New Era Field in New York. Bengals are still 0-2, and shockingly, Buffalo Bills are 2-0. Even after giving away LaShawn McCoy, they are still coming on strong 2-0, and they have a backup quarterback in Buffalo. So, oh, I take that back. They do not have a backup quarterback in Buffalo. I take that back. I got my teams wrong. I got my teams mixed up. 
but it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a good game. Josh Allen has had 507 passing yards last week, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Didn't look terrible. 507 passing yards for Josh Allen, Buffalo Bills quarterback. That's not terrible. Andy Dalton had 729 yards, four touchdowns, and one interception last week. So, or for the season, I take that back. Josh Allen had five has 507 passing yards for the season. Season. Andy Dalton, 729 yards for the season passing. Joe Mixon, 17, 17 or 27 yards rushing. John Ross, 270 yards receiving and three touchdowns in Cincinnati. Devin Singletree, 127 yards rushing in Buffalo, one touchdown. John Brown, 195 yards receiving and one touchdown. Buffalo Bills are surprisingly 2-0 right now. So I think they can go to um, – they'll be playing in their own arena in Buffalo, and I think they could probably take the Bengals and go on to 3-0. So we shall see. Oh, gosh, I don't even want to get started on the Miami Dolphins. I don't. I don't. I mean, it's just pathetic. Pathetic, the kind of football that's being played in Miami. It is pathetic, you know. And they're 0-2. And they're playing against the the Red Hot Cowboys right now. The Cowboys are playing some good football right now. They're 2-0. I mean, I, and I think that Dallas is going to be 3-0 after week three. I think Miami's going to fall to 0-3. It's just, it's just a nightmare in the Miami Hard Rock Stadium. And I don't know what's going on with those guys, but they need to get it together or they will go 0-16. And I know that's probably far-fetched right now because it's still so early in the season. Dallas is playing their playing week three in Arlington at AT&T Stadium. They're playing at home. If Dallas Cowboys fans are similar to Kansas City Chiefs fans. You know, they, are, they go all out. They make a big deal over their team in their home stadium. So I believe the Dallas Cowboys are going to beat Miami, and it's going to be an easy win. I, I believe that. So... Miami, I hope they get it together. Um, I don't see them getting it together, but hopefully they do. And, you know, that, that'll be that. The Green Bay Packers 2-0 going against the Denver Broncos, who were 0-2. The Green Bay Packers will be playing at Lambeau Field in Green Bay, Wisconsin, this coming Sunday. So it's going to be a good game. Good game. Aaron Rodgers is finally seems like he's getting comfortable. And he's getting he's, he's the Aaron Rodgers we've all seen, we're all used to seeing. So I think he's gonna he's gonna be pretty solid. You know, Joe Flacco, he's in um, Denver, not doing the best, um, obviously, but it's still early enough in the season for Denver to you know get the gear, kick in the right gear, and do what they need to do. But I'm thinking I'm, I'm picking Green Bay Packers to go three and zero this week in Lambeau Field against the Denver Broncos. Falcons pulled off an interesting win in week two. Uh, came down to the wire, came down to the very last minute. Julio Jones made an amazing catch and ran for many, many yards to score the touchdown and that won that game um, against Philly in week two. Interesting comeback, but like I said, they got their win in Mercedes Mercedes Benz Stadium. They're playing against Jacoby Brissett and the Indianapolis Colts. They're both one and one right now. Both teams are one and one. So, we shall see. This game will be played at Lucas Oil in Indianapolis. Indianapolis. So, we shall see if the Falcons can keep this win going. If the Colts can, you know, bring a win home in their arena. And we'll, we'll go from there. 
we got the Oakland Raiders. Oakland Raiders, Derek Carr and, and company playing against the Minnesota Vikings. Both teams also one and one. They're playing at U.S. Bank Stadium in Minneapolis. Um, yeah, the Chiefs beat the Raiders in week two. Um, the Raiders started off pretty solid against the Chiefs, and then they just kind of lost everything that they started with. They lost it all, not scoring any more points after Kansas City got hot and got in rhythm and started making plays and making passes and making touchdowns and scoring points. Oakland never, ever, ever got back in the game. Hopefully they re- they regrouped and got themselves together. Like I said, they're taking on the Minnesota Vikings in Minnesota. Both teams one and one. So we shall see what Dalvin Cook can pull off, how many yards Dalvin Cook can get, how many touchdowns he can score. Um, we need to see if um, you know those guys in Oakland can get it together and try to regroup from week two. So Kirk Cousins, he's 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 328 yards passing for the year, for the season thus far. Two touchdowns, two interceptions. Dalvin Cook, 265 yards, three touchdowns rushing. Um, he's looking, they looking good in Minnesota. Couple, you know, oopsies, but for the most part, they're they're taking care of some solid, some decent, some decent business for this time of this time in the football season. They're taking care of decent business. They can always improve and get better. And we'll see what kind of plan the John Gruden and the Oakland Raiders have going to Minnesota in Week Three. New York Jets, I heard um, this is going to be another easy win for the Patriots. Another easy win. Although Sam Darnold is improving, he's no longer quarantined from having mono, he is still not back in playing football. So we still have the backup quarterback on the Jets playing against the New England Patriots at Gillette Stadium in Foxborough. The Patriots make it look so easy. The Patriots make playing football look so easy. It seems to me as if Tom Brady plays football with a blindfold on him. I was talking to my best friend yesterday who is a New England Patriots fan, and I said it's like Tom Brady is just it's, there's something magical about that man. He gets he's he's spot on with his passes, he's got some amazing receivers. Um, Antonio Brown did his debut in week two in in New England as or as a New England Patriot, and he, I mean he was he was he was flawless, you know. This will be another easy win for the New England Patriots at Gillette Stadium against the New York Jets. And, I mean, I hate to say it, but I just got to keep it real. I got to keep it real, you know. Just got to keep it real. Le'Veon Bell, he's not doing the best. He hasn't scored any touchdowns in uh, thus far. You know, Jamison Crowder, he's only, re- he's only receiving 139 yards thus far in the uh, football season, you know, Tom Brady, 605 yards passing this season, five touchdowns and spotless, no interceptions. He's playing football like the Tom Brady we know, you know, the Tom Brady the great, you know. We can't knock the man for being great. You know, Sonny Michelle, 97 yards rushing, one touchdown. Philip Dorsett, 134 yards receiving and two touchdowns. New England makes it look so easy, you know. They make it look so easy to play this play this game and it wins. Like I said, the Jets will fall to 0-3 this week against the Patriots in Foxborough. Detroit Lions, Matt Stafford and company taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. Like I said, Eagles lost that game um, in Atlanta last week. Um, that was a that was a great game, to be honest. You know, it was a good, nice one, nice nail-biting football game. They're back in Philly this weekend, taking on uh, the Detroit Lions, and 
I think them being back home, uh, coming off of a loss um, against Atlanta, I think they have what it takes to get their rhythm back. And like I said, at Lincoln, Lincoln Financial Field and get a win in. I'm taking the Eagles to go 3-1 and one, or 2-1 and one this week against the Detroit Lions. Cam Newton or Grandma Cam or Lady Cam or whatever y'all want to call him. These interesting outfits he's wearing, these scarves and these 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 suits and whatever he got going on with his clothing. He better get his behind together. If it's the clothes, if it's the, the scarves, whatever it is he's doing that's making him play some terrible football, he needs to get it together. Got Kyler Murray, who's just he's 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 decent. You know, he's still brand new, He's but he's decent. You know, 657 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception for the season. Not terrible for this kid fresh off the draft, off the draft list. David Johnson, 96 yards rushing, one touchdown. Larry Fitzgerald, our, our wonderful wide receiver in Arizona, 217 yards, one touchdown. I, I, I would expect Larry, Larry Fitzgerald to have more um, than what he has right now, but... It is what it is, and like I said, this is still very early in the football season for these guys to get their rhythm and get back on track. Cam Newton has not has not passed, thrown, rushed any touchdowns in week one or week two. Christian McCaffrey, 165 yards, two touchdowns. DJ Moore, 165 yards receiving, no touchdowns. Panthers need to get on, get they get their mojo back and and get in this game and play some football. Ron Rivera needs to just regroup everybody, you know, have a sit-down powwow, get these guys on track. Because they could very well lose in Arizona if they don't get it together. If they don't get it together, they can lose this game in, <clears throat> this week in week three in Glendale, Arizona. So we shall see what Cam Newton and the Panthers can do and what Kyler Murray and the Cardinals can do. All right, like I said, in New York, Eli Manning has been benched. Eli Manning has been benched. Those guys in New York are traveling to Tampa, Florida this weekend to play the the Buccaneers, who are one and one right now. Eli Manning the Great has been benched. So we will see. I don't know the guy's name. Guys, forgive me. I'll have it on the next podcast, but... He's number eight. I do know he wears number eight, um, the backup quarterback in New York, the New York Giants. So he's going to get his first time, his first start this weekend um, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Tampa, Florida. So I'm going to give this win to the Bucks, only because, and this is just probably something that I do on my own mentally. I, I, I don't think that these backups can go in and win games and games and one, two, three games. I give them about four, five, six games for them to finally get, you know, get the rhythm and be able to win football games for their team and stuff. So I'm gonna give this win to uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in their home arena in Tampa, Florida. Houston Texans and the Chargers. Deshaun Watson and company playing against Philip Rivers and company. Both teams one and one. They're playing this game at Dignity Health Sports Park in Carson, California. Um, we shall see. You know, interesting game. It could be an interesting game this weekend against the Texans and Chargers. Okay, Pittsburgh, you're going to see a whole new man at quarterback. 
this weekend in Santa Clara, California, Levi Stadium against the 49ers. You're going to see a whole new guy playing quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, Ben Roethlisberger was injured in week two, and that injury was a season-ending injury, so he will not play any more football in this football season. So we shall see. Um, Like I said, no Le'Veon Bell anymore. No Antonio Brown anymore. It's just like, you know, come on. You know, come on. But we shall see. I mean, a lot of people are saying that this is the end of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And, you know, they just signed uh, Minka Fitzpatrick here the, earlier in the, in the week onto the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. So hopefully he can contribute some some good to that team. Um, so we shall see. You know, it's going to be an exciting game to watch. Um, well, not really exciting. I'm not going to lie to you. That's not going to be an exciting game. Not going to be an exciting game at all. I'm giving Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers the win. They'll go 3-0 this Sunday against the Pittsburgh Steelers in San Francisco, California. Saints and Seahawks, a New Orleans Saints team with no Drew Brees. It's been a long, 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 long. It's been, I don't think it's ever been that I know of. Uh, Saints offense with no Drew Brees. Well, that's what we will see this Sunday at CenturyLink Field in Seattle, Washington, as Russell Wilson, who's 2-0 right now in the Seattle Seahawks, take on the New Orleans Saints. The Saints will travel to Seattle to play Russell Wilson and company. I'm going to give the win to the Seahawks. The Seattle Seahawks will go 3-0 this Sunday. The Saints are going to lose. I just don't see them winning a game with no Drew Brees. Like I said, and this is just my own my own opinion you know give them a few give these backups a few games to get their get to get where they need to be to win games I don't think these backups are gonna come in on their first time starting and win a game against a veteran quarterback like Danger Russ Wilson what a way to represent the name Russ Danger Russ Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks in Century Field, Seattle, Washington. Our late game on Sunday, excuse me, guys. Our late game on Sunday is the Los Angeles Rams taking on the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland looked better. They looked better in week two. You know, they didn't look great, but they looked better. My, my motto is one step in the right direction, one small step in the right direction means a lot. So, like I said, they look better, but they're playing a 2-0 Rams team. And they are playing at First Energy Stadium in Seattle or Cleveland, Ohio. I, I do not see the Browns winning this game. I'm going to give this late night, su- late Sunday game win to the Los Angeles Rams in Cleveland, Ohio. I think the Rams will go 3-0, defeating the Browns. Oh, Odell Beckham had a solid game. Odell Beckham had some solid fantasy points. But it takes more on a team than just one uh, one receiver making big plays. It takes it's a lot of team effort. I think that the Rams have that team effort on both sides of the ball, offense and defense. I don't think that as much for the Browns, but we shall see. I could be wrong, guys. You guys could be calling me on Monday and saying, Don, you was all the way wrong. And if I am, please call me and tell me how wrong I was about the Rams playing the Browns. 
But as of right now, 7-12 a.m. on September 19th, I'm picking the Rams to go 3-0 against the Cleveland Browns in Cleveland, Ohio. And that lovely Monday night game is going to be the Chicago Bears, who are 1-1, taking on the Washington Redskins, who are 0-2. It's going to be a FedEx field. (coughs) Excuse me, guys. It's going to be a FedEx field. That's our Monday night football game. 0-2 0-2 Redskins playing the Chicago Bears, who are 1-1. Case Keenum, 601 yards for the season, five touchdowns, no interceptions. Solid stats. Solid stats, Case. Solid stats. But but it needs to be better. It needs to be better. Gotta, those stats need to have scores. He needs to be scoring some points, getting some wins. He can have those stats all day and all night, but... We need more wins. The Redskins should not be 0-2 going into week three. So, um, I I am not going to pick on this game because I'm not sure. But we shall see. Mitchell Trubisky, 308 yards, no touchdowns, passing, and one interception. David Montgomery, 80 yards rushing, one touchdown. Allen Robinson, 143 yards, no touchdowns, receiving. There's a lot of fantasy owners who are very, very, very frustrated with the players that they have drafted in fantasy that last year done them very well, even in week even in week one and two, you know, two early weeks. But like I said, and I said it earlier and I'll say it again, it's still early in the season for people to iron out kinks, fix things, and win some football games. So guys, those are the picks for week three. Like I said, week three kicks off tonight at 7.20 on the NFL Network. Tennessee Titans taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars at TIIA Bank Field, Jacksonville, Florida. So I will be back in the basement on Tuesday so we can recap every single football game in week three. Starting with tonight's game, all of Sunday's games, and our Monday night football game. Until Tuesday night, I will be seeing you. Call the Lions, 816-777-4730. Give us your picks. Let us know who's going to win, who's going to lose. The biggest upset, the best game this week, who's going to be, who's going to get the, mo- the most passing yards, who's going to be the this week's leaders. Give us a call on the line. Leave a message. Send a text, 816-777-4730. Until next time, I'll be seeing you. DW, signing out of the basement.